0: Or it is the current role place that top of the NBA world. The matching of Manchester City, Champions
1: 2022. It's a save for this, the World Cup for Australia. They are going to the World Cup in Qatar. For all your sporting news and reviews and previews, this is the Sports Desk.
0: It is an exciting week in this city of Melbourne and you could not get any better than this. It's exciting in the sport. Welcome to the Sports Desk, Friday afternoon and the world is talking. I'm joined by Sam and Adam Miller. My name is Jason Evans and Adam Miller, my first question to you is the most important question of all. Oh God. That is, go. <laughs> Wrestlemania's this weekend. My predictions are Owens and Zane, Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, <laughs> Rhea Ripley and for night two, Sheamus, Balor, Asker, Lesnar and Cody, what are yours?
2: Mm, I think... Um all my attention being focused on Sammy Zayn, so I think we'll focus on that. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the biggest Sammy fanboy. Come his, on, from his rise through the ring, from his like NXT team in the Ring of Honor, honorary hab, he's gonna win the tag titles with I his best mate in LA, we hope. beating is, the Usos and the Bloodline. Are gonna fall, aren't they? And ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when me and uh, James, the first, me and Jason, are the first <laughs> ones to get into the uh, studio. Yeah.
1: Exactly but, but right. How you doing, Sammy? It's um, a
0: very uh, exciting day here. We've also got Albert Park action coming up.
1: Yes. Well, that's, to be honest, that's not how I expected, and I think that's the last. <laughs> thing's on people's minds. So to be honest, I didn't know it was whoa, coming up. Whoa, so whoa, There you go. Uh,
0: WrestleMania.
1: Now, if anyone <laughs> didn't know Jason, you'd think he'd be um, pumped on caffeine, but he doesn't have caffeine. That's just how he it naturally na- is. It's just natural. <laughs> uh, but I guess we better get into the news. And good news for Sam Kerr's uh, Chelsea. They're through to the semifinals in the UEFA Women's Champions League after a dramatic victory over Ali Carpenter's Olympiae Leonis, uh, coming from behind to score an equaliser in the 128th minute before winning 4-3 on penalty. So that's good, and it's a really good warm-up, I guess, for the Women's World Cup that we're flying towards... Um, in, in about the middle part of the year. So that's going to be exciting when that happens. It has gone so quick since we first heard about that. Time to be flying. I mean, it's just I feel like just the hype around football is definitely
2: starting to raise again with the Women's World Cup and also the two high-quality matches that Australia's played against Ecuador to last week.
1: Well, high-quality <laughs> high is a strong word. Bit of a brawl, maybe. You know, what? it's yeah. it's just a chance to see some young players and new soccerers' debuts. Oh, um, we, I did feel that Melbourne was a bit unlucky with the uh, the second game that we got. Um, mm. A few players went home and, uh, look, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah. But they're friendly, so it doesn't matter. It's just a bit of a run around Are we sure it was friendly,
2: uh, judging by uh, some of Kai uh, tackles the other
1: night? Well, I was going to say, that Ecuador weren't that friendly at all. No, they are not
0: <laughs> oh, yes. um, if, if, if you were at the, that uh, Socceroos yes. Ecuador game, are we going
1: to be breaking that down later on? Uh, I don't think there's too much to break down out of it, Um, but it's just nice to see um, a few of the young guns uh, run around and get to see us on home Mm. soil, Uh, and then it's going to be just a bit of groundwork now Mm. uh, before the Asian Cup um, and stuff. It was great to see uh, Jackson Irvine get his first cap as uh, captain.
2: I think that was really cool that he got picked up, because I think he's already captain of uh, St. Pauli, his um, German team. And I think he's showing himself to be a leader both on and off the pitch. So I reckon he could definitely be um, future captains in the work.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no. He's he's a superstar. I was really upset. <laughs> um, really wanted a photo with him. He's I've I never had a man crush before, but there you go. <laughs> Jack's on. Yeah. What, it is, is he three passes
2: or is he a man bum?
1: What does it do for you? I don't know. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> but, but he's very good at what he does. I'm like that with Aaron um, Moy. I'm, Mo- Mo- I'm like that
2: with Aaron Moy. Just the, the shaven head is just amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Right. WrestleMania man crushes. Okay, this is a weird Friday. <laughs> next, And you to... can only hear it on
0: the sports <laughs> test, the most unpredictable sports show in Australian radio. You don't get that in Australian radio. I've also got a page of hockey notes too, so they'll, uh, more uh, unpredictable uh, sports are going to okay. be breaking down later on.
1: Uh, next, also in the news, injured star jockey Jamie Carr has begun the next phase of her recovery at home, uh, reunited with her parents' partner uh, and her beloved horses. Carr on Thursday, posted on social media for the first time since her fall at Flemington on March 11. Uh, she said seeing Brax today was the best thing for me and my mushy brain. Uh, she put on Instagram nuzzled up alongside her retired racehorse Brax. She says, it's the only thing that has helped me can't, can't thank everyone enough for all their nice uh, words and thoughts. So it's good news to see she was recovering. It's always Mm -hmm. scary when you see a jockey fly off the horse Mm -hmm. uh, and she's one of the best at the moment. So, uh, good to see she's up and well. um, in footy news, it's Damien Hardwick's three hundred game. I think is that player and coach. I think that could be just Must coach. Be yeah, could I think be just coach. Coach. he's been there for a while. Now. I think he'd been there for
2: because what the he replaced Terry Wallace, wasn't he? And, and that's at least two thousand nine, yeah. two thousand 10, 10, ten. So yeah, if you kind of like say twenty four games plus a couple final series a year, twenty two games plus a couple final series a year, you probably get near three hundred games. Yep. And a big congratulations to him. He almost got
0: sacked at the end of 2016. And we <laughs> yeah. all know what happened after that. Uh, we, all yeah, remember, wow.
2: we all remember the Neisman, uh years for Richmond before they uh, went yeah. and did what they did And then there. Brendan Gale <laughs> went on television
0: in 2010 when Richmond were not winning anything and said, we're going to win three premierships before 2020. Mm. What a prophecy.
2: Her, him and Peggy O'Neill deserve so much credit for how they turned around in Tigerland both as a culture but, but also as a football club Is like even someone who doesn't exactly love them. It's, um, quite, it's still like even three or four years down the track amazing what they actually did in that period of time. Richmond play Collingwood uh, tonight following the show,
0: and Ooh. we'll be breaking that down very soon.
1: Yeah, Sam? some potential news. We'll, we'll come back to it in the AFL segment, but um, rumours about Darcy Moore potentially being out, uh, maybe Ooh, a late be, call. So that might be a late one. That's going to be we tough. We will see again. as we progress to that. Certainly right. Uh, but when we come back, though, we've got Mr James Worth live from Albert Park. If the tech gods are with us
0: this <laughs> afternoon on the Sports <laughs> we are gonna have Sto or James worth breaking down the Grand Prix with us uh if we're talking Grand Prix I think there's only one song we've got to play let's hear the opening line it's <laughs> only bloody fuel by Metallica you're on the sports desk on sin Friday afternoon F1 breakdown coming up next you are listening to the Sports Desk on Sin, and this was Metallica Fuel. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It is Grand Prix season, and we've got a special, special guest on the on the phone lines right now, and that is Sports Desk correspondent from Albert Park, and that is James Worth. How are you doing, James?
2: <laughs> I, it's
1: Technically every time we this use this phone... <laughs> <laughs> ah.
2: For reference, folks, uh, we do be using a landline that I think was invented circa 1973. So we apologize for the technical difficulties. <laughs> Not having a lot of luck there. But yes, it is the F1 uh, Grand Prix this week, and all oh, the action taking place down at Albert Park in St Kilda. And the uh, final, fun fact the uh, final um, practice session only just, uh, just finished up this week. So much so, we even got a sound effect for it. Oh. I love it. And, yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it was Fernando Alonso of Aston Martin who took out the, uh, who took out the uh, second practice session of the week with a time of 1 minute 18, 8.887, uh, um, which led into being um, having a lap which was four tenths faster than uh, Charles Leclerc of the Ferrari, six tenths faster of Max Verstappen, and then going on for the rest of the top ten is George Russell, Carlos Sainz, Esteban Ocon. Sergio Perez, Lando Norris, Nico Hulkenberg, and Pierre Gasly of, Aston, of um of AlphaTauri should I say um rolling out the top ten. From an Aussie perspective, Oscar Piastri he's improving. Given that the, the McLarens have been the McLaren outfit with him and Lando Norris has been absolutely nowhere in the um first two rounds, finishing bottom five both the cars first time, finishing having results of fourteenth and twelfth in the first couple of rounds. That's not a bad thing. I think we can say like the expectations are unfortunately pretty low at the moment. So just little improvements day by day. I reckon if he keeps doing what he's doing, and with some accidents on Monday, I reckon he could definitely be scoring some points, which is top ten for anyone who's not as much as a redhead head as I do. Be also uh, as well as this preset, vertical and pastry, as well uh, as Piastri, we've also got a couple of Aussies um who are applying their train in the lower divisions of the F1 circuit. We have Hugh Butter, who I believe James has a bit of a personal connection to. Yeah, I
0: have met him twice. He's a very fun little guy, and I got to hear him on In pit lane the other day. And uh, he's making his Formula Three debut after establishing, yeah, after establishing quite the career for himself currently thus far as a Formula Two driver. So we're very excited for that. Currently, uh, he is a Melbourne-born uh, oh, driver. No. However, he did move permanently to Spain Ooh, to, for, yeah,
2: to uh, continue to. Uh, I mean, you can't blame for his craft. That's you know, where it... iron sharpens iron. Exactly. That's where everything is these days, um, Europe. If you want to make it big as a F1 racer, then you can do the local karting circuit. I mean, it depends where you want to go. If you want to go F1, you go Europe. If you want to go kind of V8 supercars, you stay in Australia. So it really depends, I mean, where the money is. Like finances is everything in motorsport for obvious reasons. But also if you've got that money, also where you want to take your career. So it's quite interesting. But yeah, I'm Hugh Bader, funnily enough, the series is racing in F3. They just finished off their uh, qualifying session for the first race, which will be taking place tomorrow. And it was okay by Hugh. He finished 23rd out of 30 for Campos Racing, a Spanish outfit, with a time of one thirty-five one 1.33. And that was um, five positions above another Aussie, Tommy Smith, who's racing for Dutch Outfit at uh, Bam Amersport Racing, in one, in one minute, 36.314. Tommy, he had a bit of a rough session from what I saw, nearly sent his car flying off the track in the S's. A great save, by the way. He took it, basically kind of turned an F3 into a bit of a uh, off-course, off-course vehicle, like ploughed through the uh, grass probably took out a few few flowers but yeah no, nah, not too bad and in terms of the f3 it was um gabrielle boleto of trident who took out the uh pole with a time of 133.1025 gregoire saucy of art grand prix took out the uh silver silver medal position with 133.196 and gabrielle mini of high tech Pulse Eight took out the bronze with 133.307 so the um the the action has been fast and furious um Uh, Supercars also just finished up their race before the F2 Grand Prix. It was uh, Brody Kostecki of uh, Penrite Racing who took out the victory there. And it was um, James Corney who took out the silver. And uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, three-time defending champion, taking out the bronze medal to round out the podium of the Supercars second race of their weekend. So that's a little uh, motorsport wrap from your resident head.
1: Yeah, well, we might try and get <laughs> James he cut out. The I've end completely of the show. gone oblivious. Um, <laughs> um, We've got to get on the ground at yeah, some point. So the tech gods weren't with us. The uh, cars are too loud to hear the other end of the phone. So oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, cu- just, cu- just cutting out, cutting it all out. Um, so when we come back, we'll delve into some NBA. Of course, we got the AFL round three, and then our miscellaneous sports. Um, <laughs> Who's playing
0: the song? We've both got something oh, queued up. Oh, oh,
1: well, yeah. we
2: have to check out the action in the extreme Iron. How
1: about today? this? Well,
0: should we alternate, or is it my handing it back to you? Ungodly no, power. It's back to Sam. <laughs> He's back at the helm. Drive safely, everybody. And Sam inherited is the safest driver in this studio. Uh, round round <laughs> three. <taking> a ground
1: <laughs> round three breakdown coming up next. Let's go. Feeder on the sports desk in your Friday afternoon. And it, of course, is round three of the AFL.
0: The most exciting show we've done this year and the most exciting game coming up this tonight later, Sam.
1: Yeah, no, it's a big one. We're only uh, two hours and 27 minutes from the bounce. Not far um, at all, Richmond Collingwood. But uh, we will delve into last night's game first. And it was a surprise performance uh, mm. by both the dogs. <laughs> Uh, and the Lions, uh, I think everyone <laughs> would have tipped uh, the Lions around. But uh, uh, they just weren't... Everyone on this panel did. They I were we did, yeah. lost. Um, uh, I, I'm a bit worried for Chris Fagan because, uh, look, they've got a tough kind of run. they got Collingwood next week. Um, so th- th- it just, they look lost. Yeah. Um, the only one that really looked like they performed well on the forward line last night was Gunston. Um, that but,
0: took a
2: few tries, though.
1: Yeah, but other than that,
0: it's... uh, Wilmot played well. Mm,
2: Yeah, it was good. Dunkley had a um, great game against his former side. Yeah, I think it was uh, 24 possessions, 116 fantasy points, which (laughs) I loved every single point of that in my team, and I think he should be pretty happy. uh, I think especially their forward line just disappeared. Like, Danaher didn't. Not nothing.
1: Hitwood was more of a hindrance than actually serving a purpose. Yeah, well, it's it's been the same story with him. He's very inconsistent. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, what can you say? Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, for the Dogs, uh, mm. Jamara, uh, five goals. Massive for him. Mm. Um, a great performance from the Dogs. Uh, although... Mm. <laughs> I don't Marcus bonson and Pally, I don't set th- leading by example again as well. Yeah, mm. massive. Uh, but I don't want to smother the dogs too much. But I feel like they've still got a lot of work to do. Same. I think it was more the fact that Brisbane mm. just were all over the shop last night and couldn't string anything together.
2: I think we can all agree that the drama wasn't exactly Carlton and Collingwood around twenty two last round twenty three last year. It, it was wasn't. Uh, <laughs> No, I, it wasn't the most exciting game from a neutral no, perspective. It's scrappy, it's it's the, scrappy. That's what Bevo's Bulldogs
0: have been known oh, to exactly. do. That's what their brand of football was to a large extent: scrappy, mm. gutsy football. And there mm. was a, and that's how they got the job done. Nice. Uh, it, to didn't... Sam's point, he has a very valid point in making there. Uh, there's still a long way to go, and mm. the big test is. It's interesting to see what Richmond will be doing, how they play. This week, because that's who they got next week, and that could turn out to be a scrappy one as well, depending Mm. on the ins and outs.
1: Yeah, no, really interesting. Um, (laughs) Look, a lot of work to do for Brisbane in the next week. Yeah. But at least it's a home fixture for them next week. But we'll move on to tonight at the G. It's going to be absolutely packed. The the weather's uh, not looking the greatest for tonight. Mm. Um, It's a bit slippery on the F1 tracks as we speak. Mm. Uh, But... um, Probably seventy, seventy or 80000 there I tonight, which is going to be massive. So, Collingwood's ends. Ash Johnson named. Out, Mason Cox and Reef McGuinness. Still unsure on Darcy Moore. We'll keep an eye on that. Richmond have named Hugo Relsmith, Jack Ross, Judson Clark. Uh, out, Dustin Martin, Jacob Hocker, uh, Jaden Short and Nathan Broad with his suspension. Uh, so, some real issues for the Tigers there. I know um, probably mm. Mason Cox has been uh, a massive loss uh, for them. <laughs> Another inconsistent, but I think he's been um, decent this year, Mason Cox. He's playing all right. The, uh, he's serving his purpose. I mean, they've won the first two
2: games of the year. Very, very – I mean, even against our Seals, pretty comfortable. In the team end. to beat. Team Are to they, beat. You know, and they're, they're going not, to go 3-0 and to me.
1: Yeah, yeah um, what they showed us the first two weeks and then again it's you know, it's still only early on, but they do look very good. Mm. Uh so with those big outs for Richmond, I don't I don't like their it makes chances. It harder. Uh, yeah, they got got a win away last week against Adelaide and uh had the draw uh round one. So it's interesting. I don't know where I place the Tigers this season. they to me they're still the middle of the middle of the road team. Eh. They're just out outside things again. Until an AFL club can
0: crack the Collingwood code, they'll go 6-0 and o at this rate, oh. 6 or 7. <laughs> right, let's
1: I, get no, the chicken. No, he's
0: got the hot take chicken out. Oh. And it's the one that doesn't <laughs> work. I've got the one that does work. I'll do
1: it for myself it's
2: then. A,
0: it's a cooked chicken. 6-0, <laughs> that is it,
1: brave. We'll have to.
0: Well, <laughs> for the simple reason is no club is able to crack their code. Even when they are defeated, it's a kind of like a ice situation. They're All they're doing is really holding on to their legs at the finish line till time expires. They're not defeating Collingwood. They're just holding them from crossing the finish uh, line. doesn't um, matter how
1: you win. That, and they had plenty of games like that where they probably shouldn't have won, but they managed yeah. to get over the line. Yeah, and that is a code clubs need crack. Yeah. Okay. I'm just. Well, uh, I'm and just, I don't I'm just, think
0: a club has been able to do that. And you can't. And you don't say Sydney beat them convincingly last year because then they ended up scraping through
2: by a point. I'm just struggling not to make any, not to laugh, and Not to laugh when you keep kind of making criminal references to Collingwood. I'm like, <laughs> they're, wearing, they're wearing the prison bars in there. I mean, we all know Collingwood supporters. They're on the interesting oh, side. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, I'll uh, keep my mouth shut when it comes to those, uh, those yeah. jokes. <laughs>
1: uh, so, yeah, interesting. I, I will take Collingwood pretty comfortably, I think. Is that everyone in agreement? Yeah, I think so. Of course. Okay, mm. Saturday we move on to the Clarko cup um, Yes. at in Tasmania. Hawthorne take on North Melbourne. Hawthorne have named Harry Morrison, Jack Scrimshaw, Tyler Brockman out Jacob Kajiski, uh, James Ab- Blanick, Blank, I, I think, think so. Blank, Lachlan Bramble uh, and Sam Butler. North Melbourne have named Will Phillips out Daniel Howe and Jai Simpkin is suspended. Mm. Adam Miller. Four words. Cowboy,
0: Clarko, North win. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs>
1: cowboy. Cowboy, what what cowboy Clarko.
0: If you weren't listening on Monday, Sam, I compared uh, Alistair Clarkson to Brock Lesnar. Uh, oh, yeah. So incarnate I can... the Conqueror for, at okay. Hawthorne. Now b- Brock Lesnar is Cowboy uh, Happy Do. Happy Do, um, <laughs> Brock Lesnar, who has a smile, but he's just as intimidating for, smile.
2: smile. with me, can agree with you. The, the Hawkers <laughs> have just looked. Interesting. I, I mean, even as a long supporter, you know we have a lot of love for each other. I do. I do fear for them. Like their first two performances, especially in Sydney, it was a bit of a mauling. And there has been a lot of drama with the Clarko Derby. Did you? Because obviously, what's was going on with the um, investigation at the yes. moment. He flew, he actually refused to fly um fly to and
1: from Tassie uh, with uh, Hawks on the same plane. Which is fair enough. I feel like I after so, yeah. a win, when or after an intense battle where you have yeah. to. Mm-hmm. It's separate the game exits separate tunnels and things to have to share a flight home it's, it's, a, bit not the, yeah, it's a bit awkward
2: yeah it's a bit yeah it's a bit of a sticky
1: situation for many aspects <laughs> at the moment the
2: cowboy clico Sammy we, come on join ex. in the tips
1: uh, well I think I'd, honestly I think this is going to be North Melbourne's biggest test yep mm, uh, yeah. surprisingly <laughs> when <laughs> I think the first two games no one really gave them a
2: chance to win but now they're, now they're playing a game where they're kind of almost expected to win that's probably the first time in I reckon two
1: or three years where North Melbourne has actually been mm. the favourite for a match had <laughs> uh, I think Hawthorne, the young guns, are going to be really desperate. Um, and there's been a lot of criticism on the team about how they've ejected some of their talent mm. out and spread it out pretty early for the rebuild and stuff. But there's still young, eager kids that could pull a few surprises. So you never know. Mm. Um, and
0: Sam Mitchell's philosophy of it was if we're rebuilding now, we will be on the way up as other clubs start rebuilding in years mm. to come. So there's a bit of a mindset to it, but again.
2: Yeah, the thing with rebuilds, that you're never guaranteed. Like, no. I mean, Sam, as a Colts supporter, you'd be, to kind of. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plenty of rebuilds. Well, exactly. I think I've, uh, I've experienced a rebuild of a rebuild. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm going to take North for this. Kangas. Kangas? Yeah, North? yeah. Cowboy Pico. Okay. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say for a second one of you was going to suprac- uh, back surprise. a surprise upset. But, uh, I've we'll got see. one
0: smoking gun this week.
1: All right, we'll we'll get to that. 440, GWS play Carlton at Giants Stadium. Uh, Name for GWS Giants, Josh Kelly in, Lockie Whitfield in. Out Adam Kennedy, Connor Stone and Jacob Weyer is injured. In Mm. for Carlton, George Hewitt. Out Lockie O'Brien and Matthew Kennedy.
0: Eh, it sounds optimistic. I'm with you, Sam. Carlton the win. Um, Co- Sam. Calling to win. Collingwood are the team to watch. Carlton are the second. Carlton win this.
1: These, oh. these games in past for me have always been the terrifying ones. And uh, up until last year, GWS had the wood over us up at their ground. I, I even went to one of them where they <laughs> smashed us, which was not fun. Um, uh, but I do think that... I mean, the way Toby Green's played this year, I, th- I think they've got... Mm. It's going to be a scary one. And in the past, we've gave up games. We'll beat Geelong last, like we did last week and then <laughs> choke to a side like this the next week. So I think this is a it all year counts for, you, for nothing yeah. if we throw this away. Uh, and if, I think if we do win, we're going to win comfortably about four or five goals, Adam, I'm hoping.
2: I think yeah, GWS are just, especially the last couple of seasons, it's just been the disappointment of the year because they've got a list which should be so much better than it actually is. But they're just kind of looking like just a they're looking like an eight and fourteen finishing fifteenth side this year, and it's just it's disappointing because they should be they I mean let's be honest they probably should have won a play a couple of years back, and now they are kind of yeah they're young guns besides like they've got even the young guns should they honestly should be a lot better than they actually are because they have got the likes of Green Whitfield Kelly who are absolutely Nick Haynes who are amazing players and they got guys who like Finn and son going to be an absolute superstar when he when he grows up, but they're just like it's not it's not kind of it's not really working there. And I think Kingsley will pull something together. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's something isn't kind of moulding together at the moment. Maybe it does them. later in the year. Exactly. I think a bit of patience, but I think your, your blue boys have looked um, fantastic
1: for the first two games. So I reckon I'll yeah. take them. No, I'll okay. say it
0: again, Sam. If Collingwood are the team to beat, Carlton are the second.
1: Wow. I like that. Mm. St Kilda, play Essendon 725 at the MCG. Yes. It is Saints' 150th birthday. Um, so expecting a big one down there. They've got some like uh, live music hacks before the game <laughs> and everything. So it's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> uh, although I can't remember how too many home games St Kilda have had. So if you want to play home games at the MCG, fans, turn up. <laughs> well, that's or- all I say. Whoever
0: organised the fixture this year, I think, must have been playing the continuity card by making Essendon the opponent for the 150th anniversary. Well, yeah, you
1: had your party last we year. Had- and, yeah,
0: Carlton <laughs> stuffed that one up. And Saint, uh, that continuity says Essendon stuff it up for St Kilda. Don't but, know, I don't for, but Ross the boss, I don't foresee it. St Kilda
1: either. have Jimmy Webster in. Out Ben Patton and Jack Steele, of course, with that his thing. broken collarbone. Ugh. Essendon Ouch. have Jake String in and Sam Wiedemann Out That's... Andrew Sauce Phillips, yes. Brandon Zerk Thatcher and Matt Guelphy. God, I, I
0: hope – I'm – I kick myself that I didn't bring up Zerk Thatcher on Monday in the, some of the best performances on, out of the Essendon mm-hmm. side on against the Gold Coast because uh, that was one of the games of his career up there with the win over Sydney a couple
2: years uh, last year. Yeah, him and Satterfield were uh, really amazing for you guys. Yep. Uh, really fantastic. D- Dylan
0: Shields' best game, like I said. Uh, Kyle Langford kicking five. It's great to see Waterman back in. I, yeah. Uh, no, not Waterman. Wiedering, my apologies. Wiederman. It's Wiedering, Waterman, and, yeah, goodness me. Sorry. A bit of, bit of a <laughs> uh, Then again, uh, I still say it. I'm not going to tip Essendon on this show until they win three, so St. Kilda. <laughs> okay. If we have a tipping yeah, competition and I've swapped around, days daisy. You're, like, you're, you're but... like
2: the anti-me, honestly. Like, I would, Geelong could be versing Thanos, and I'd probably still, I still think them to beat them. <laughs> And you're, you're like the anti the most pessimistic person on when here, we so went the earth.
0: When Essendon went on a three-game winning streak last year, we had three Essendon supporters in this studio oh, running actually. the show, and we were getting so hyped up over this, and then Port crushed us by uh, 87 <laughs> points, Adam. and Jamie Elliott up and saying, I'm
2: staying <laughs> reserved for as long as I can. go. Okay. Oh, I love that. For one. as long as I can. Adam.
1: Um, Sainers. Yeah, Sainers for hey, me I too. did pick them
2: to finish top six, so it's proving to be a nice little hot take so far. Mm. Uh,
1: another big game at 7.30 on Saturday night from the Adelaide Oval. It's showdown! the showdown. Wow. Uh, Port have named Jeremy Finlayson, Riley Bonner, Tom Cleary. Out, uh, Jace Burgoyne, Mitch Jordiartis, Orazio Fantasia, cool. uh, Ryan Burton. Whoa, Adelaide wow. Crows. Seemed like they got rid of half the squad. Jordan Butts <laughs> named in Lachlan Gallant, Wayne Malera, Out, Darcy Fogarty, Elliot Himmelberg, Harry Schoenberg, and Patrick Parnell. What's with the names today? Himmelberg, Schoenberg. (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) it's intense. Um, Work out for the tongues. Interesting game. Now, we all remember how last year's showdown turned out. It was that crazy, curving, uh, anti-physics ball that went through. It was
0: Jordan Dawson who kicked that,
1: right? (laughs) Yeah, it actually (laughs) was. Absolutely massive from them. Uh, to be honest, I would love to go to a showdown once mm. in my time or yeah. a, like a, a or Western a Derby. Western Derby. The uh, I think it would be a great game. experience. Um, I
0: just want to go to an Eagles game at Optus, you know, end of. It yeah. no, <laughs> seems been to, like a great stage. I'll take a
2: couple of trips over to Adelaide to both Amy, like old football park and also Adelaide Oval, and the, the atmosphere is fantastic. So
0: it's you, a, Sam,
2: you went to Adelaide Oval last year too. Yeah,
1: so not for a game though, but it, it's – no, just Fantastic looking ground.
2: Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's definitely a bit more hostile than the MCG. That, MCG that's the show I'm like, <laughs> wow. am, I, am I going to like an Eastern European football game here? Or am I watching Geelong versus Adelaide? I'm not too sure, but I don't really feel welcome here. Roman Colosseum. <laughs> Tips. Oh, honestly, yeah. Ah. Uh, oh. Tough one. Port Adelaide. Sorry for coming off. I think Adelaide showed heart last week. Like they came down from I think 40, 40 points down to 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 to, a half time to to kind of put in a brave performance and just miss out to to the uh, Tigers in the end. So I'll say. I'll say them yeah. again. Port Adelaide's like a GWS for me. They had the they had the list to do well, but they never seem to kind of get there. And I do fear for Kenny. As i said, I do fear for Ken Hinkley's uh, job security right now. I reckon if there's a couple more Port versus Collingwood performances across the next couple of months, I think it could be dangerous times uh,
1: down at um Adelaide Oval for him. So I'll say I'll say Crows. Crows that haven't had a win yet, so they'll be eager for one. Um, and I think whenever those big showdowns or these big, all the teams even out. I don't know what it is, mm, but yeah. something just levels it for it's both just occasion. Of them. Uh You're But right. in saying that, I feel like Port just at this moment, look like the better side.
0: You'd rather be happy than right, but my tip's port with you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be much, I'd be a out. happier man to see the Crows do it.
1: Sunday mm. afternoon, it is the Gold Coast Suns hosting uh, Geelong Cats at Heritage Bank Stadium. Uh, Gold Coast have Huago Awea named in, Jai Farrar, Will Powell, out Alex Sexton, Bodie Allwent, Uh, Bodhi o- o- went, uh Brayden Florini and Charlie Constable in for Geelong. Jonathan Segler, Tom Stewart out. Cooper White, Gary Rowan and Reese Stanley. Ooh, a couple of bad so outs for Geelong. Not fantastic.
2: I mean, Gary Rowan, my thoughts of him, kind of they vary, they vary. So I don't think that's huge, but I think Reese Stanley because as good as we've always been, we've always been lacking ever since Brad Alden retired back in the day when it comes to the rock department because we've never really had a permanent ruck. Like recently, he's a fantastic rockman, but you wouldn't call him like a pure rockman. He's not like Max Gorm, Brody Grundy, um, Darcy from Frio. He doesn't per- only play there and can go forward. He's kind of like a middle, kind of like a middleman, kind of for a rockman. He's actually quite well, so it's actually quite interesting. I'll be honest when it comes to them. I think I'm going to be calling Heritage Bank Arena Metricon for as long as I can
1: say, honestly. It's a weird name. It doesn't really roll off no. the tongue. Oh,
2: exactly. It's a bit of a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> I think the Suns against your boys the other week, um, I think they did look brave, but I think they just didn't cross the line. I do think we will be a bit too strong for them. But we have dropped games at Metricon before, so you never really know. But list, <sighs> by, list by list, I do favour us, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I've taken Geelong. It it would be really weird <laughs> if you went down 3-0 and, oh, and I mean, the third game was oh to the Suns. you mean? So. Oh yeah, three. So I Sorry. think I'd apply for long service leave from
2: the show if that happened.
0: <laughs> I hold the hot take chicken in my oh, hand because with us in spirit, I'm not sure why, but Cooper Watkins went, Geelong are going to go 0-2, to which I p- grabbed the chicken and put it in my hand and went, they sit at 0-2 now. Sam, Ooh. I'm going to hand you the hot take chicken for a neutral perspective here. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, I don't know what it
0: is, but I think I've either been indoctrinated or uh, I've submitted to some form of mind control. Geelong are going to go 0-3. My tip is Gold Coast.
1: Yeah, someone cut his mic, please. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not going to squeeze the chicken. It's okay. not um, not impossible. There's too many outs oh, for Geelong right oh, now. That was right. an accidental chicken.
0: <laughs> There's too many outs for yeah, Geelong right y- now. You're tripping over and a lot of injuries. Rowell, mm. Took Miller, Lacocious, um, Anderson – they all performed very well against the Bombers and they have the home crown advantage. I think this is way more. <laughs> all 3,000 three three thousand of them, but. All 3,000 of them. It's way uh, more feasible it, than it would have been, say, a year ago.
2: I think you're not wrong there, especially like our back line has been hit hard. I mean, you've had the Koning go down, you've had um, Tui go down, yeah. you've had Stewart, who's gone down quite hard. And as Sam just read out, Stanley as well. Stanley, Gary Rowan. Mitch Duncan. Duncan. Yeah, this my, my is way more player. feasible,
1: mm. than it could have ever been. I think it
2: could happen. I mean, I'm still relatively confident, but we—it's a weird sport.
1: Weird things happen. Yep. Uh, I—I'm going to take a safe one and say yeah. the cats bounce back. But I like your thinking. I like your yeah. thinking. Sunday afternoon, 3:20 from the MCG, Melbourne and Sydney Swans. Oh. Uh, I think it was the the prelim replay. No, one uh, of semi, the semi-finals. Semi-finals. Uh, Melbourne, Jacob.
0: No, qualifying final.
1: Okay. Jacob Van Ruyen, named in James Jordan, Michael Hibbard, Stephen May, out Adam Tomlinson, Jake Melksham, James Harms, uh, Max Gorn, of course, and Tom McDonald. So Another
0: depleted (laughs) roster there for the Melbourne demons.
1: Sydney Swans, Lance Franklin, out Hayden McLean and Matt Roberts. You know what? I did my tips the other night, but I'm starting to steer away from Melbourne now. Do it. Mm. Well, I mean do yeah. it I don't like changing my tips after I've put them in but uh, I feel like this Melbourne looks a bit depleted there mm. uh, and this Sydney side uh well Empire. they're filthy from the grand final they mm. are on a mission
2: I'm actually going to this game on Sunday so I'll be able to report live on the scene per se enjoy it definitely will but no, I think um Swannies, yeah I mean it's their per- is it their first game back at the MCJ since the grand final yes yes yeah so memory there'll be memories that we'll definitely be trying to quash and make uh, New memories per se, and I think it's honestly a game that could go either way. But um, now it would be definitely interesting without with um max Gore now for a little bit. It'll be interesting how go- how Grundy goes in a full in a full in a new setup mm. with a complete like him being a dedicated rockman. So I think there's definitely a lot to see. But uh, Buddy Buddy back in for the uh, Swannies is a huge in. So you can have massive on, on his day. I mean, he's probably not as sparkling as it was a decade ago, but on his day he can still take four or five and just absolutely. Destroy game, but I think, um, especially in the midfield right now, the Swans are looking amazing. Yeah. Like they got like Parker's always there, Isaac Heaney,
1: um, Eric Golden looking fantastic. I, I don't think there's too much worry for the D's. I, I still r- really rate them and think they're going to do mm. extremely well this season. But I think with those couple of outs, it's going to be a bit costly. The yeah.
2: keystones to them. Yeah, I mean, Swans have always been my kind of like my second team, so I've, I'll.
1: I haven't really bet against them, to be honest, so I think I'll, um, I'll pick the Swans for the win.
0: For all of Sam's points, Sydney for me.
1: Last game of the round, 5:20 from Optus Stadium. It's the Western Derby, Fremantle and yeah. the West Coast Eagles. Nathan O'Driscoll named for Fremantle, out Bailey Banfield, Will Broadley. Uh, West Coast Eagles haven't named any changes as yet. So, mm. uh, interesting. Both... <laughs> both been knocked over by the ruse. Um, and As we um, said on
0: Monday, Western Australia has been defeated by Arden Street. <laughs> exactly. Are they,
1: are they both on two losses? I'm trying to think. Or has one of them got one? No,
0: West Coast defeated GWS this time last week. And mm. I you know It was what? impressive. This is the most unpredictable Western. Western Derby are also one of the most unpredictable ones. It doesn't matter where Freo or West Coast sit on the ladder. There's always mm. going to be a w- ridiculous result. I've actually tipped West Coast, you know. mm
1: same. Yeah, I've got I've got them down as well. Really? Okay. I'm taking the other I'm taking the purple guys. Uh Flag Fremantle. Mantle. Um Fremantle. <laughs> yeah. I again like I said with the showdown, there's just something that even these games out and I'm expecting a whopping game. Mm-hmm. Um Eagles not so sure on. Uh, and I think I don't know. I I don't want to count Fremantle out. I know they made a final last year, and I th- mm. still think there's potential there. They did lose some key players in the transfer period. But, uh, look, we'll see how it is. Mm.
2: I think a lot of emphasis will definitely come down to, um, especially to the, the free Ford line, like Luke Jackson, I don't think he's had the greatest two games to kind of start the season with. And, obviously, there's a bit of a price tag attached to his name. So, I think it'll definitely be interesting to see how him and um, Mitch Fredericks... And Michael Walters, to that matter, they kind of go. So it would be very interesting when, they're, when all is said and done at and 7.30 on, a sun, on Sunday nights.
1: Yep. Two hours and six minutes to the bounce at the MCG tonight. When we come back, uh, all things Premier League, A-League, it's all back. The football international break is over. That's all coming up next on the Sports Desk on your Friday afternoon on soon, Kasabian, uh, where did all the love go? On the Sports Desk Ooh, on your Kasabian, Friday afternoon. From? Where have Kasabian? I heard Kasabian from? Oh, yeah. It is the intro to the sports desk, if you didn't know. Fun f- facts for that. Uh, um,
0: before we move on to the Premier League, I never got an answer from you, Roman Reigns Cody, Adam. What you, Who's your <laughs> tip?
2: Oh, I think, um, I think the Bloodline. I mean, everybody expects the Bloodline, but WrestleMania is a wonderful thing. Yep. Upstairs happen. Hearts are, hearts are worn <laughs> on the sleeves. Hearts are broken.
0: Adrenaline in a soul. I My love tip that. is Cody Rhodes.
2: And for those who like seeing the hoist is coming up after this. It
0: certainly is. Also, <laughs> Rhea Ripley to defeat Charlotte because Aussie, 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 oy, Oh, oy, exactly.
2: love it. No, I remember when I was. Um, sorry, take focus off the thing. I remember yes. when I was at um, Super Slam the other uh, Summer Slam, whatever it was, the other week and the other year, and I saw Buddy Murphy win like the Aussie. In the, oh yeah, the, Super Showdown. 2018. Yeah, the pop yeah, there was, was the amazing. The, anyway, oh yeah, what a pop. Anyways, we are moving on to the to the beautiful game, aren't we, Sammy?
0: Round ball, and that's the sound of the Premier League. Pre- yes, I'll take is. a step back, Sam and Adam, break it down. <laughs> it it down. is back this week.
1: Um, Man City and Liverpool kick off tomorrow night, 10.30. Ooh. Finally, the early kickoffs are back because, of course, daylight savings, if you didn't know, changes this Saturday night or Sunday morning. So uh, we will get some earlier time. So that's mm. we're, uh, really good in the uh, world of English football. So Man City, Liverpool to kick us back off. <laughs> uh, you know, I always get scared or pretty envious after uh, international breaks because you never really know... What's going to happen? Um, could there be a crazy team come back into form who's been quiet in the mm. first part of the year, or could you do Man City and just go into the cupboard for a while uh, and go quiet again? Which is not what we want. Uh, so, look, I don't know. The other, th- the only thing I can say <laughs> is before this is Holland. Uh, in his two previous games, has <laughs> kicked like nine goals or insane. something like that. So, uh, hopefully, that hasn't hindered his his. Mm. Um, uh, but really interesting. a um, well, I hope City win, and uh, because mm. the title race is <laughs> is on, I <It's laughs> haven't up. forgotten about that. Oh, exactly, it's going to be very close. Also, Bournemouth play Fulham Sunday one a.m. Nottingham Forest play Wolves Sunday one a.m. Crystal Palace and Leicester City uh, one a.m. Interesting again, c- getting close to the bottom the, of yeah, the table. And Asutar did not play that second game in Melbourne, so he went straight back on a plane to... Um, after Monday, me pumping up on the show, not realising <laughs> he was on the plane back home.
2: I was sure he appreciates the support. <laughs> he,
1: he suffered a knock or something in the first game, so Leicester didn't want to, to his ankle, so they didn't want to uh, risk any more on that. So we'll see if he plays. Mm. Maybe he might come off the bench. I'm not sure uh, of what's going on there. So that's Sunday, 1 o'clock. Arsenal play Leeds United Sunday, 1 a.m. Crucial game for them. Brighton, Brentford, 1 a.m., uh, Chelsea and Aston Villa Sunday two thirty, West Ham and Southampton Sunday eleven p.m., uh, Newcastle and Man United one thirty Monday, uh, and Everton and Tottenham five a.m. on Tuesday. So it's an exciting play for. run back. <laughs> there is definitely a lot to play for. Just looking down the bottom, it's
2: quite incredible. Like you have, I think yeah, you have nine teams. Uh, from twelfth to twentieth. On places on the table, there is a grand total of four points between them. Mm. So Palace on twenty seventh, and Southampton on twenty third. Even though there's nine positions separating them, you never would have thought. You never thought there'd be. No, no, it's crazy. F- I mean, I love it. It's amazing, but it's the worst time of year to be versus any of those sides, I reckon, because they're not. They're fighting not for their clubs, but also for exactly. their careers, for their contracts. Exactly.
1: And now that they've had the break to think about that, <laughs> so oh, every like, not that every yeah. game isn't normally important, mm. but. Every game is important. Exactly. So, I was
2: surprised that am um, quick, just, um, doing a bit side tracks. I'm surprised that uh, Palace sacked Vieira. Like, I, yeah. I think I think that was a bit. Unfair. I mean, I can see why. But sacking a manager when you literally like hanging on to your top flight satisfied the, by the length of your nails, is a bit bit iffy. I, might I don't know
1: what it is, but it seems in world football when there's a lot of money involved, um, mm. ma- uh, owners are very cautious and sometimes very overcautious by firing people too early. Yeah, Uh, we saw that with um, Bayern Bayern this week. They got rid of uh, Nagelsmann. Tuchel, back. Incredible. Mm. Um, So we'll look at the table. Arsenal, 69 points on top. Man City in second, 61. Man United, third, 50. Tottenham, 49. And then fifth place is Newcastle, 47. So rounding out, it's going to be an interesting... Uh, Back home, of course, the A-League is back. Uh, Also in the news this week, it has been rescheduled. So the Melbourne Derby, that was postponed early in the year. That stopped at the 20th minute, uh, where City was uh, up 1-0 thanks to Aidan O'Neill. will continue next, I think... Wednesday night, I think it is, Edible or Tuesday or Wednesday times. night. Uh, so that's going to be a weird run. I'll be definitely oh, need exactly to go yeah. down to a game where we're 1-0 up. Um. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, but this weekend, of course, uh, yeah, that's Wednesday uh, at 7 o'clock next week. But this round tonight, Western Sydney play Adelaide United. Uh, Tomorrow, Wellington Phoenix play Melbourne Victory. Can you believe Victory is only three points off the top six? That blows my mind. Uh, Central Coast Mariners play Brisbane Raw 5pm tomorrow. Sydney FC play Western United 745 tomorrow night. Perth Glory and MacArthur tomorrow 10pm. And rounding out this round, Melbourne City play Newcastle Jets Sunday. There's also an interesting thing when it comes to the Asian Champions League spots.
2: I think, because um, the way it kind of works, I think it's basically the team that has the most points over the three seasons in total is one who qualifies. I uh, think it's between your boys and Adelaide United for the sole spot to go into the Champions League uh, next year. Yeah. I think, yeah, you got a 10-point buffer with um, five games left in terms of that little competition. So I think, um, yeah, I think you might be, could be doing a couple of away, away days uh, next year.
1: Yeah, I want to get the, if City can clinch the uh, premiership plate again, want to get it out of the way because I think, it's mm. so important, the form that you take into the finals. Mm. Uh, and I'm slightly concerned about that, <laughs> if, just slightly, because uh, uh, second and third, of course, yeah, play tonight. Adelaide United, Western Sydney Wanderers, 37-34. Melbourne City sitting on 41. Uh, Sydney FC just inside the top six. But, uh, yeah, MacArthur, Western United, Newcastle just behind on two points. And uh, well, Melbourne victory being bottom, but they're still within a chance. So, mm. look... Crazy things have happened. So it's, a weird, it's a weird
2: sport. It's a beautiful game, especially the A-League. is just uh, chaos. I remember between um, – I saw on Twitter this week there was a bit of an argument between the admins of Wellington and Melbourne who was been, who was actually supposed to be wearing what jersey? Because apparently uh, Melbourne's wearing their yellow away kit against Phoenix, who obviously they wear gold and black. So, yeah, I think both of the admins were quite confused uh, this week looking. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sum the A-League in like one nutshell – of one beautiful chaotic moment. I don't know what does
1: when yep. teams don't know what T-shirt they're meant to be wearing. Look, look forward to seeing all the action this weekend, Jason. Some uh, hockey. Your time it's to shine. A
0: miscellaneous time is it? Uh, no sound effect this week.
1: No, no, uh, no. No sound
0: effect. It's a sound it 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 effect the- next <laughs> week. <try laughs> it's been it, an to eventive time. I wanted to focus on the Western Conference right now because all teams have either eight or seven games remaining, and the Western Conference is the one where there are no playoff sto- uh, playoff spots clinched. So. Today was a very interesting one because the wildcard race is very tight. If we look at the Western Conference, for instance, we'll go to the Pacific Division specifically. Vegas Golden Knights, Edmonton Oilers and LA Kings have got their playoff spots currently sitting in the top three. Edmonton uh, overtook LA's position from there d- by defeating the Kings earlier today 2-0. Uh, outside... Uh, in the wild card spot, we have Seattle Kraken and the Winnipeg Jets on 90, point, 90 and 85 points, respectively. And this is where things get dicey because just outside, one game behind, is the Calgary Flames at 83 and the Nashville Predators at 82. Calgary defeated the LA Kings. 2-1, while Winnipeg went down to San Jose, who are not even in contention in a 3-0 shutout. They went down. They lost. Tomorrow, they're in a must-win game against uh, Adams Detroit Red Wings, oh. and the Flames have got a must-win encounter against Vancouver Canucks because if Flames win and Winnipeg lose... Well, Calgary are back in wildcard contention. Uh, Other results from today that are interesting are the Pittsburgh Penguins defeating Nashville Predators in a shutout 2-0. Seattle defeating Anaheim Ducks 4-1. San Jose Sharks defeating uh, Pacific Division leaders Vegas Golden Knights 4-3 in overtime. And uh, to give the Eastern Conference a little bit of love, New Jersey Devils defeat the New York Rangers 2-1. So yes, tomorrow the must-wins, Winnipeg versus Detroit and Vancouver versus the Flames. Sunday have got an interesting one. Uh, The big ones to watch are... Tampa Bay Lightning versus New York Islanders, Penguins versus Boston, Seattle versus LA, Vegas Golden Knights versus Minnesota. That, listeners, was the Sports Desk. Enjoy the Grand Prix this weekend.
1: (laughs) We'll be back Friday and Monday from 5pm. Catch the podcast and on us on social media. That's it. Enjoy your weekend. This has been the Sports Desk on Sin. Hail to the Tech Gods. See you guys.